Canto Fourth of the White Doe of Ryleston by William Wordsworth. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. From cloudless ether, looking down, the moon this tranquil evening sees a camp and a beleaguered town and castle like a stately crown on the steep rocks of winding tees and southward far with moors between hilltops and floods and forests green the bright moon sees that valley small where ryleston's old sequestered hall a venerable image yields of, of quiet to the neighbouring fields while from one pillared chimney breathes the silver smoke and mounts in wreaths the courts are hushed for timely sleep the greyhounds to their kennel creep the peacock in the broad ash-tree aloft is roosted for the night he who in proud prosperity of colours manifold and bright walked round affronting the daylight and higher still above the bower where he is perched from yon lone tower the hall clock in the clear moonshine with glittering finger points at nine ah who could think that sadness here had any sway or pain or fear a soft and lulling sound is heard of streams inaudible by day the garden pool's dark surface stirred by the night insects in their play breaks into dimples small and bright a thousand thousand rings of light that shape themselves and disappear almost as soon as seen and lo not distant far the milk-white doe the same fair creature which was nigh feeding in tranquillity when francis uttered to the maid his last words in the yew-tree shade the same fair creature who hath found her way into forbidden ground where now within this spacious plot for pleasure made a goodly spot with lawns and beds of flowers and shades of trellis-work in long arcades and cirque and crescent framed by wall of close-clipped foliage green and tall converging walks and fountains gay and terraces in trim array beneath yon cypress spiring high with pine and cedar spreading wide their darksome boughs on either side in open moonlight doth she lie happy as others of her kind that far from human neighbourhood range unrestricted as the wind through park or chase or savage wood but where at this still hour is she the consecrated emily even while i speak behold the maid emerging from the cedar shade to open moonshine where the doe beneath the cypress spire is laid like a patch of april snow upon a bed of herbage green lingering in a woody glade or behind a rocky screen lonely relic which if seen by the shepherd is passed by with an inattentive eye nor more regard doth she bestow upon the uncomplaining doe yet the meek creature was not free erewhile from some perplexity for thrice has she approached this day thought bewildered emily endeavouring in her gentle way some smile or look of love to gain encouragement to sport or play attempts which by the unhappy maid have all been slighted or gainsaid oh welcome to the viewless breeze tis fraught with acceptable feeling and instantaneous sympathies 
into the sufferer's bosom stealing ere she hath reached yon rustic shed hung with late flowering woodbine spread along the walls and overhead the fragrance of the breathing flowers revives a memory of those hours when here in this remote alcove while from the pendant woodbine came like odours sweet as if the same a fondly anxious mother strove to teach her salutary fears and mysteries above her years yes she is soothed an image faint and yet not faint a presence bright returns to her tis that blessed saint who with mild looks and language mild instructed here her darling child while yet a prattler on the knee to worship in simplicity the invisible god and take for guide the faith reformed and purified tis flown the vision and the sense of that beguiling influence but oh thou angel from above thou spirit of maternal love that studst before my eyes more clear than ghosts are fabled to appear sent upon embassies of fear as thou thy presence hast to me vouchsafed in radiant ministry descend on francis through the air of this sad earth to him repair speak to him with a voice and say that he must cast despair away then from within the embowered retreat where she had found a grateful seat perturbed she issues she will go herself will follow to the war and clasp her father's knees and oh she meets the insuperable bar the injunction by her brother laid his parting charge but ill obeyed that interdicted all debate all prayer for this cause or for that all efforts that would turn aside the headstrong current of their fate her duty is to stand and wait in resignation to abide the shock and finally secure or pain and grief a triumph pure she knows she feels it and is cheered at least her present pangs are checked and now an ancient man appeared approaching her with grave respect down the smooth walk which then she trod he paced along the silent sod and greeting her thus gently spake an old man's privilege i take dark is the time a woeful day dear daughter of affliction say how can i serve you point the way rights have you and may well be bold you with my father have grown old in friendship go from him from me strive to avert this misery this would i beg but on my mind a passive stillness is enjoined if prudence offer help or aid on you is no restriction laid you not forbidden to recline with hope upon the will divine hope said the sufferer's zealous friend must not forsake us till the end in craven's wilds is many a den to shelter persecuted men far underground is many a cave where they might lie as in the grave until this storm hath ceased to rave or let them cross the river tweed and be at once from peril freed ah tempt me not she faintly sighed i will not counsel nor exhort with my condition satisfied but you at least may make report of what befalls be this your task 
this may be done tis all i ask she spake and from the lady's sight the sire unconscious of his age departed promptly as a page bound on some errand of delight the noble francis wise as brave thought he may have the skill to save with hopes in tenderness concealed unarmed he followed to the field him will i seek the insurgent powers are now besieging barnard's towers grant that the moon which shines this night may guide them in a prudent flight but quick the turns of chance and change and knowledge has a narrow range whence idle fears and needless pain and wishes blind and efforts vain their flight the fair moon may not see for from mid-heaven already she hath witnessed their captivity she saw the desperate assault upon that hostile castle made but dark and dismal is the vault where norton and his sons are laid disastrous issue he had said this night yon haughty towers must yield or we for ever quit the field neville is utterly dismayed for promise fails of howard's aid and dacre to our call replies that he is unprepared to rise my heart is sick this weary pause must needs be fatal to the cause the breach is open on the wall this night the banner shall be planted twas done his sons were with him all they belt him round with hearts undaunted and others follow sire and son leap down into the court tis one they shout aloud but heaven decreed another close to that brave deed which struck with terror friends and foes the friend shrinks back the foe recoils from norton and his filial band but they now caught within the toils against a thousand cannot stand the foe from numbers courage drew and overpowered that gallant few a rescue for the standard cried the father from within the walls but see the sacred standard falls confusion through the camp spreads wide some fled and some their fears detained but ere the moon had sunk to rest in her pale chambers of the west of that rash levy naught remained end of canto fourth